Chapter 15 An End and a Beginning Heather dashed toward Lord Ramler's rooms, hoping that he might have returned. There were wounded rabbits everywhere, and she didn't know what to do. She ran on, aiming for the least awful thing. Her life was dedicated to healing. She didn't like the feel of the sword in her hands, but she would do what she had to do. At last, she drew near the ready room and, hearing an agonized cry from within, rounded the final curve and bolted inside. She saw Perkinson kneeling over the fallen form of Lord Ramnor. A scream escaped from her mouth, and she dropped Pickett's sword. The blade clattered on the stone. Perkinson turned, a panicked ex expression on his face. He blinked, stammered for a moment, and then shouted, Heather, help him! Heather knelt by the wounded lord. At a glance, she could tell it was bad. A wound bloomed on his chest, and Heather knew at once he would never rise again. She turned to see Perkinson pacing, a pained expression on his face. Lord Remnor coughed, then tried to speak. Perkinson rushed over. What is it, Lord? Heather said. There is. Lord Remnor wheezed. Lies. He seemed to be trying to move his hand, but he lacked the strength. He could only stare at his useless fingers. The poem? Heather whispered, tears burning her eyes. The poem from this morning? She asked but he was gone. She bowed her head. Is he? Perkinson asked. Yes, she whispered. Silence followed. How long, Heather couldn't tell. Finally, Perkinson spoke again. A mighty lord has fallen, he said. Now who will lead us? Pickett leaned into the battle with all his remaining strength. However many moments were left to him, he would spend them here on this field fighting for the cause he loved, for those he loved. He found Helmer, rushed to fight beside him, and sent his sword flying at the enemy. He saw Helmer's Fowler's Patch, that emblem of a flying rabbit, and the sight saddened him. All of their preparations, their gallant plans to take the war to their enemies on the heights. For what? He would die in a muddled mass of soldiers crowded on the ground. The clamor of battle resounded through the field, and he was vaguely aware that they were being driven back on all sides, that the rabbits were all but beaten. Despair flooded his heart. Snow began to fall, light flakes drifting down in slow, swaying arcs. Then came a tremendous shout and a rumbling of horns. Pickett tried to think through the battle fog. What could make such a sound? It resonated in his heart like hope. Then he saw them, an army of black-clad rabbits, armed with flashing lances and wearing silver breastplates. They were hurrying toward the battle. In the fore ran a large rabbit, gleaming in silver armor, a silver crown upon his head. Above him flew a black, star-filled banner. Pickett's tired mind didn't know what to make of it, but he remembered the scout's report. He wondered if this was the last devastating piece of the puzzle, the attack that would finish all of Halfwind. But no. The tall rabbits moved toward the wolves with force, not beside them as allies. With speed and fury, they attacked them as enemies. Pickett leapt for joy. The new rabbit army fell on the wolves like a crushing wave, driving into them and through them, with such force that Pickett and his comrades felt an immediate relief in their own brutal contests. The wolves were turning, falling back. Helmer's eyes widened, and Pickett, exhausted and lightheaded, began to laugh. They sagged, gulped precious air, then joined in the last incredible push against the wolf army. It happened fast. Pickett searched for the Silver Prince, saw him blazing away in the thickest part of the battle. A special guard of rabbits surrounded him, all armored in black with silver stars on their shields. They were the deadliest fighters Pickett had ever seen. Together, they formed an impenetrable pocket around their prince, and while his flanks were so well protected, he fought with wild confidence. Pickett gaped in wonder. Who was this rabbit who fought like a god beneath a banner of stars? Was it King Jupiter back from the grave? 
Who else could fight like this? Who else could command so deadly a force? Then he saw that all the half-wind rabbits watched in awe, resting on their swords as the Silver Prince and his black attackers drove the wolf army back in a terrific advance. The half-wind rabbits cheered, and Pickett joined in as the last wolves were forced into a corner. Who could they be? Pickett called out to Helmer. I don't know, Helmer wheezed, but they have certainly saved us all. It reminds me of long ago. In King Jupiter's day? Pickett asked. No, Helmer said, from before. Pickett frowned. What can he mean? Pickett was about to ask when he remembered Emma, Heather, and Lord Ramnor. Emma, he said, and he dashed back toward the tunnel. Helmer followed him in, limping as he went. They passed by the gate, now wrecked, and charged through tunnel after tunnel until they came to the hospital. Pickett ran inside and saw that more wolves had entered. Once again, Emma and the youngs were threatened. Pickett saw Heather beside her, sword in hand. While Emma kept her vigilant guard, five massive rabbits in black armor dispatched the last of the wolves. Actually, Pickett noticed, they weren't all so large. The middle rabbit was not much bigger than himself, but like the fierce captain out in the battle whom Pickett thought of as the Silver Prince, this shorter rabbit also wore a silver crown. A small crown made of silver stars. With two warriors on his right and two on his left, this second Silver Prince delivered the final blow to the defeated wolves and turned, breathing hard, to Emma. He seemed to be checking on her safety. She was unharmed, though her face was frozen in alarm and confusion. Now Pickett saw the rabbit who had saved her. He saw a familiar face. He saw the gold and silver fur so like his own. He couldn't believe his eyes. Kyle? Emma said, dumbfounded. One of his black-clad companions bowed, took off his helmet, and spoke. This is Prince Kylan, son of King Bleston, second lord of Terralane, and the heir of all Natalia. Kyle smiled that old winning smile with only the faintest hint of embarrassment. He looked at Emma and the Longtreaders. Glad to see you, old friends.